When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Tom Bernard Show with co-host Catherine Brandt, Hackmaster Ralph W. Basham, MD, Andy Brandt Bernard, and Cassie Schrader. Excellent. By the way, Ralph W. Basham, are you going to be in Key West? I heard you're not going to be there. Hey, who told are you, you? You who, are coming. Who, who told you this? I don't know. I, I thought Catherine told me that. Does Pinocchio have a wooden butt? Yeah, I'm going to be there. Mm. Yeah. Oh, good. Yeah. Well, I just I, I didn't never think said it that. I don't know where you get these things from. I'm blaming you, no matter what the situation is. That would, yeah, I get it. We'll be back, Tom <laughs> Doug Sprinthal, Walzer Automotive Group, Walzer.com. Tell us about this warranty for life thing. I, you know, you, know, you understand a lot more about this than I do. Well, of course. I know you're not an automotive mechanic. So let me tell you a cool story. This just happened a couple of days ago. I got an email. Somebody emailed me at Doug at Walzer.com, and he goes, hey, I bought a 2005, and I think it was a Honda Accord, Back in 2014, having some problems with the engine, uh, do I have any coverage? So I called the Honda store. We looked it up, and sure enough, the card qualified for a lifetime powertrain warranty. So it had to be under 60,000 miles at the time of purchase, a uh, non-highline vehicle. And they covered the engine repair. Think about what that means. That's a 13-year-old car, and the guy got his engine replaced. It doesn't cover every single thing on the car, but all the, it's like major medical coverage. So the engine goes bad, transmission, four-wheel drive system. You're covered as long as you own the car, as long as you maintain it to factory standards. It's pretty cool. It actually is really cool. Well, I mean, it's a lot cooler than you or me. Well, it is really cool, though. Yeah, I mean, you know, 15-year-old car. And that's why I buy all my cars, and my family buys all their cars from Walzer Automotive Group, Walzer.com, because of warranty for life. And you like working with me, too, right, Tommy? Tommy? Tom? I, I don't think he's there. <laughs> That's really nice. Very professionally <laughs> delivered from Walzer Automotive Group, walzer.com. Michael Bryant, Brad, Sean Bryant, what's the latest? Well, basically, we're trying to represent people who have been hurt and talk to them before they talk to an adjuster. Uh, one of the key points is to make sure you know what your rights are before you start talking to the insurance company and they start asking you questions or they try to settle your case early and cheap. Well, what's interesting to me is, you know, a lot of people have fear of attorneys. It makes them very uncomfortable. They get nervous about it. What should I do? I've known Michael for years and years now, and I would 
highly recommend you. So that should be good enough for everybody because I don't endorse people who are dirtbags. Well, I, I appreciate that. Um, but I guess the key is, is people think I'll charge them if I talk to them. Right. So a lot of people call me up. It's like, how much is this going to cost if you call me back? Like, you want me to call you back? How much will that cost? I don't charge people. The only way I get paid is if we recover, um, if we get money from the, the other side. And there's a lot of people I talk to that I never get paid for that are just part of giving them advice to make sure they know what they can do and what their rights are. And your record's terrific as well, we should point out. Well, it works. It's been good. <laughs> it's been good, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> it's been good. And how do they contact you? At, uh, e- either through our website, which is minnesotapersonalinjury.com, minnesotapersonalinjury.com, or at 800-770-7008. Michael Bryant, Bradshaw and Bryant. We are back, ladies and gentlemen, with Led Zeppelin. Stacy Brown Randall. Stacy's very Stacy Brown Randall, as a matter of fact. Yes. I just uh, before we get to Stacy, I just want to say I'm I already miss Kristen saying booze hound. <laughs> I really miss that. She'll do it's it. It's a perfect delivery. Good it's know. a wonderful delivery. Stacy Brown Randall, how are you, Stacy? I am doing great. How are you doing? Marvelously well. Generating business referrals without asking a simple five-step plan to a referral explosion. Well, this is all good news, it sounds like to me. Most definitely the best news ever, right? Kind of looks like it. So what's this all about? So Generating Business Referrals Without Asking, it's my new book that came out uh, late last fall. And it helps small business owners and solopreneurs learn how to actually generate referrals, what's the process, what's the system, to generate referrals that they don't have to ask for. See, I think that's a wonderful – like for this show, it would be good, this, this afternoon show. Um, it would be good that if, if I generated a, a bunch of referrals, that would be really good for business. So, so, how, so I don't have to ask for them. How do I do this? But, and that's – Really, when you think about the advice that's out there about referrals, it's all about Mm -hmm. asking. And the way to do it without asking is actually to focus on who typically refers you. So, you know, thinking about it as a business owner, who typically refers you? And then making sure you're taking care of them and building relationships with them and then using the right language to plant referral seeds. But it all comes back for the business owner to having a system so that we actually can follow it, so that we'll actually make sure it happens. Yeah, see, that makes total sense to me to actually have a system. So how do we implement this um, in a business that's never done it before? How do we do this? For a business that's never done it before? Well, that it, so my system is built for people who've probably been in business a year or two. If you haven't ever done sure. it before, it really starts with developing relationships with people who could refer you. So obviously most people know a great referral source is a past client. But if you don't have any past clients, then obviously looking at your centers of influence, which are typically a subset of your network, people who don't do what you do, so there's no competitive overlap, but know what you do, and comes across your ideal client from, uh, you know, in a way that they can actually send people to you. So if you're starting out, it really you kind of got to go back to business 101 basics and start building relationships with people and making sure people know what you do. But if you have a business and you are getting some referrals, then it's about, okay, how do we leverage that to get more referrals? And my process is basically these five steps. 
I like it. Now, see what I've done so far, and tell me if I'm making a mistake or not. But we this show has uh, Doc Catchmark up in northern Minnesota. It has Joe from Louisville, Kentucky. It has Charlie from Albuquerque, guys like that. And they're all big guys, so I just have them go out and threaten people. If they don't listen, there's going to be hell to pay. <laughs> you know. You, you know, Tom, I like to tell people, I like to tell people, if what you're doing works, let's not break it. But if that's not working, okay. maybe, maybe we should look at a different option. I like that a lot. I just, I, so, so going out and getting big guys to listen and then go threaten other people that some, I'll hit a wall eventually with that, you think? Quite possibly, you're probably going to shortchange your ultimate growth, I would say, yes. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's probably true. In her book, Genera- Generating Business Referrals Without Asking, she shares her system for revolutionizing any business. Her structured approach reduces the hustle and increases productivity and profit. With Randall's system, you can stop wasting time and money marketing to cold leads. You know, I, I do want to talk to you about this, Stacy, because it's something that that's, the world has changed a lot as far as who is doing what. Uh Demo- do you look at demographics a lot in your business, Stacey? D- demographics important to you? In terms of, like, who the ideal customer is, the client, is, is that how you mean? Yeah, like like you have men and women, you have, well, as an example, television has always used the 18 to 49 demo. Men and women 18 to 49 are their key viewers to television. Problem they have now is that nobody under 40 watches television. So I don't see how you can stay with that demographic if you've only got nine years of people that are actually even watching television. Why wouldn't they change that demographic? Because, uh, Stacey, you probably know this already, but uh, people 55-plus in America hold $217 trillion in assets, and no one cares. It's weird. I get the sense that a lot of people don't care about the baby boomers anymore, and I don't know why that is. Yeah. Why? (laughs) They got all the money. The baby boomers have all the money. They do. They do. And, you know, they, say, they talk about the millennial generation will be the first generation to have less money than their parents. That's correct. That's exactly, that's exactly right. the way things are going. So why would you – I mean, you're all about marketing and referrals and all that. As, from a marketer uh, or a specialist in marketing's perspective, why would you ignore the very demographics that bring you all of your money? If, what kind of way is that to do business? I guess the example of what I'm talking about is Sears. Sears completely ignored their market, and now they're going to have a hell of a time keeping any stores open. They just want, we're going to do it the old way. We're going to stick to the old deal, and that's just how it is. We're not going to change anything. Well, look what happened to them. You, you have to grow with the times, and, and if you're number one purchasers of any business, are people, let's say, let's go with 40 to death now, because that's basically what it is. 40 <laughs> years old to, let's go, uh, we'll just be nice about it. We'll go 40 to 80, because probably over 80 people aren't, you know, they're not buying all that much stuff. Why wouldn't you focus on that, that great demo? Uh, do they think they're admitting, well, we're not inviting new people to come to our businesses, so therefore our business will eventually dry up? But I don't think that's true. They're all going to eventually, the great news is, As baby boomers get out of the 40 to 80 demo, all of those millennials will come into it. They'll have inherited money. They'll have picked up jobs where where baby boomers were working. I just think marketing to an older audience is a much better idea these days, isn't it? You know, I think it's interesting, and I think using your example of what television is struggling with can 
most businesses mm-hmm. can kind of see the writing on the wall in some similar ways. But I think it yeah. first comes down to, if you think about television, using television as your, as the example, first, it's just easy to keep doing what we've always done if we're getting yeah. by yeah. with just enough. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. So I think that's part of it. If we're getting by with just enough of that big age range, and we know most of it only comes from the older, but we're, we're still making money, so things are fine for now because it's hard to come up with new things. And then some things, sometimes I think it just goes back to your willingness to just actually pay attention to what's changing and do the hard work to make some shifts in your business. I think when I talk with business owners about what it looks like to grow their businesses, we, are, we do talk about some of the newer ways from business development and, you know, some of the sales and marketing tactics. But then when we want to talk about referrals, we're like, well, let's go back to the basics. So a business right. has to be willing to do both. you got to look at the basics of what used to work, get, can continue to work that hasn't become outdated, and what are the new things you probably should be paying attention to as you move forward. Well, Stacey, I have to tell you this. You, you sure are, are well-read in this subject. You really know what you're talking about, which is unusual for a 16-year-old girl. You do understand you, that you sound, sound like a like? teenager. You sound very, very young. It's it's great actually. Okay, actually Tom, I I, can you just rephrase that in can you rephrase that to be you look really, really young instead of you sound? <laughs> you look real Stacy, you you look really, really young. What are you, sixteen, seventeen? <laughs> there you can cut that out and you Yeah, thank you. Uh, thank you so much. Thank you. <laughs> well, it's true though. So where did, where did you get your start in business? So my start in the business, after I graduated from college, I moved to Charlotte, North Carolina, and I worked for a lobbying firm. Then I had a background in sales and marketing. And I come from a family of entrepreneurs, so starting a business wasn't a big stretch for me. But I come from the crazy kind of entrepreneurs. They all own restaurants and in their hospitality industry. So, but I decided to do something different. I started my first business. It was an HR consulting firm, but that business would actually go on to fail. And it's the lessons I learned when that business failed that I knew I had to change and learn from if I wanted a successful second business. So I applied those lessons to my second business, which is a coaching business and productivity coaching practice, Mm -hmm. developed my referral strategy, started teaching my referral strategy to others. And now that's solely what I do is focus on teaching others how to generate referrals without asking, you know, Stacey, I will tell you this. You're, you're very smart about the way you're approaching it. You have five steps because throughout the last, I would say, 30 years, maybe even longer than that, it's been like the 50 ways to grow your yeah. business. Like, what? 50? Five, five sounds like it's much easier to do, Stacey. It is, and I, I also tell people that once you do step one, you don't have to, you don't ever have to do it again. So really then it comes down to four steps that you're just going to do in a cycle. So, which is a lot easier than five. Okay. Step one is what, or do you not want to tell us? So no, no, I want to tell you, no, I'm happy to tell you. Okay. Um, you can get okay. details in it inside my book, generating business referrals without asking, but no, I want to tell you. So step one is know who refers you. I think Tom, you'd probably be amazed if you talk to business owners and you ask them who refers you business now and they'll tell you oh it's so and so and tom and sally and joe and jill they'll tell you Mm -hmm. people and then when you ask them to go look at their data they're always wrong it's fascinating i sat with a financial advisor last week doing a yep doing his referral sources and he was like i've got 30 referral sources and when i was done with him he had about six (laughs) so it's really interesting okay (laughs) <laughs> it's really interesting what people who people think are their referral sources versus what the data of your business tells us, which are you have to identify your referral sources by knowing which clients they referred. 
You know what's amazing to me, Stacey, is we've been talking now for 11 minutes. We've talked a lot about the numbers and people ignoring the numbers. I don't know why. Again, I've got 30. No, you don't. You have six. Wouldn't it be prudent to figure out how many you actually do have? And I guess by getting together with you, they did do that. But people... Are, do human beings always misread statistics? Do they always try to embellish and, and make the, the stats better than they actually are? Is that part of being a human being? Probably, but I also like to think that we really focus on anecdotal evidence, which isn't true data. Okay, yeah. It's just what yeah, we can remember. Yep. Mm-hmm. yep. Yeah, see, that makes total sense to me. So basically, you have to find you have to find who your audience is or who your consumer is. You know, who's buying your product. That part's got to be pretty easy, isn't it? So it's interesting. If you track that information in your business and you know where your clients come from, yes, it'll be easy mm. to then know who are your referral sources. But I've worked with right. a lot of companies, not only small, sometimes on the more medium size, and they don't track that information. And they're usually like, why haven't we been? I was like, I don't know. I guess you needed me to come along and tell you to, but you need to know where are your clients coming from because the only way we can figure out who's referring you is to know who referred which clients. And that's how we pull your list of referral sources, which is step one of the process. It's so amazing that we're talking to you today because I, I never know in advance who the guests are going to be on either my morning show that I have or the afternoon show. I never look ahead to see who the guests are going to be. I was just dealing with this, this very thing this morning about instead of guessing what's going on, you find out what's going on, and that's the way to build your business. Whereas a lot of people, it's just like, well, that's the way it's always been. That's the way it's always going to be. Well, that's not true. Uh, things are completely different than they used to be. You, you need to find out. Uh, well, again, I, by coincidence, I guess I started this interview by, by talking about Doc up north and, and Joe in Louisville <laughs> and Charlie in Albuquerque. I know where our listeners are. I know exactly where they are. But now, Andy, the stats themselves, the numbers themselves display all that, don't they? Uh, yeah. On the charts. Oh, yeah. We've got so all I think the, we can. I could tell you yeah. what percentage of our audience is what age group and that kind of thing. Yeah, that's see I think the st- are the stats a lot better than they used to be or a lot yes. a lot more uh, at hand than than ever do you think Stacy? Well, in terms of individual businesses, sometimes. Yeah. I some, sometimes think sometimes. people live in their delusional world. You know, they're in that delusional world that things are because we're doing it the way we've always done it, things are great, and then yeah. you start unpacking it and you're like, yeah, not so much. There's some cracks here. Yeah, and that and that's what you do. Are do people do you ruffle people's feathers by saying to them, like, again, you're only 16 years old. So when you go to them and say, look, you're running your business wrong, do they get upset? You know, it's interesting. I think when you're ready to hear someone's message, then the person who can deliver that message will appear. So I do like to think people are ready for me when they decide good, good. to work with me. But like the financial advisor from last week, he said, you know, Stacy, this is the reason why I'm hiring you. And he is, you know, at least, 10 years, maybe 20 years older than me. And he said, here's the reason why I'm hiring you is you don't pull punches and I know you're going to shoot yep. straight. And I Which think I that's really just admire. part of my personality. Yeah. It's, it's, no, I was I talking it's... with us, a well-known national sales trainer one time. And he was like, what's the breakdown of people in your program? My growth by referrals program. He goes, what's the breakdown of male, female? I'm like, it's pretty much 50, 50. Sometimes I have more men in the program than women. It just depends on who's come into the program. He goes, I, he goes, I could see that. He goes, because you don't apologize and you seem to shoot really straight, which means you can appeal to men 
and women um, from that perspective. So I think it's just how God made me, but it is a benefit for my business. There's no doubt about it. Ladies and gentlemen, generating business referrals without asking a simple five-step plan. I said a simple five-step plan to a referral explosion. Stacy Brown Randall, R-A-N-D-A-L-L. Stacy, come back. we got to talk more often. Sounds great. I like it. Thank you very much. We'll be back. Tom Bernard Show. A program that benefits the homeowner and not the realtor? Do you want a guaranteed offer on your home? Hey, it's Tom with my realtor, Chris Lindahl, who has some exciting news to share. Hey, Tom, we are super excited to announce our guaranteed offer program. Here's how it works. If you qualify, we will guarantee you an offer on your house within 48 hours, which means you could be closing in three weeks. No staging, no cleaning, no decluttering, and of course, no open houses. This is your hassle-free way to sell your home. If you qualify for the program, you will get a competitive offer in 48 hours, period. Sounds like a stress-free way to sell your home. It is, Tom. Some homeowners want the convenience to be able to sell their home quickly without going through the stress of showings, open houses, and so many more headaches, especially if they found their dream home and need to sell fast. You do need to qualify for this program, but that's quick and convenient as well. To see if you qualify for the guaranteed offer program from Chris Lindahl Real Estate, go to chrislindahl.com right now or call 763-401-SOLD. Once again, that's chrislindahl.com, Chris with a K. If you're tired of feeling frustrated because your clothes don't fit like they used to, then Nutramost is for you. Thanks to the Sheehy brothers and staff at Nutramost in Plymouth, I am down 92.5 pounds. The Nutramost program is amazing. I lost over 40 pounds during each of my first two 40-day rounds. You can have great success just like me because Nutramost is customized for each individual person, and the staff at Nutramost will be there for you every step of the way. Start your weight loss journey today and let Nutramost help change your life. Give yourself this wonderful gift or give this program as a present. Nutramost guarantees that you lose 20 pounds or more. Nutramost helped me change my life and they can help you too. Call 763-333-7337. That's 763-333-7337. So we da. Does anybody anybody had their car stolen up there? No. Car stolen. Why? I only wish. Yeah, I guess uh, Minnesota thirty percent rise in car thefts. But the day is 30%, young. Thirty percent, of course. Thirty <laughs> percent. The day is young, exactly. <laughs> so lock your cars in the parking lots. Or unlock them if you uh, want to get rid of them. Yeah, it's true. If you want to get, get rid of your insurance car, just money, leave it unlocked. Do you get yeah, insurance you if your car is stolen? Okay. Yep. Yeah, I think so. Yep. Unless I think if you leave your keys in the car, ah. then they Ooh, won't cover true. it because then they say, well, you know, you're kind of asking for it if you leave your keys in the car. They even say that when you warm up your car in the wintertime, if you use your key to do it and your car gets stolen, they won't cover it hmm. because it's illegal really? to actually have your car unattended with the keys in the ignition or something like that. Well. So. All right. I have to ask a question of the two women, and then I'll ask the men as well. So, Catherine. Yes? When was the last time you told your husband that you loved him? Probably yesterday. Maybe today. Maybe today. Cassie, (laughs) when's the last time you told Dave you loved him? When I left the house this morning. There you go. That's good. Me too. Okay. uh, Ralph and Andy. This morning. Last time your wife or your girlfriend told This morning. Okay, Andy, you? I already said, me too. You too. Okay, I wanted to make sure. Yep. 
Uh, this story, ladies and gentlemen, out of Denver, uh, saying that all I wanted was to be loved, a 27-year-old Denver man posted on Facebook he planned to kill as many girls as I see because he's a virgin who's never had a girlfriend. Christopher Cleary's being held without bail in Utah on a charge of threatening terrorism. He was arrested Saturday while visiting Provo after several women reported online threats. Uh, law enforcement officials said they were especially concerned because women's marches were being held over the weekend. Cleary has been convicted twice of stalking and is on probation. Okay, see, here's a problem, Christopher. You've been convicted of stalking. You think a woman's going to want to hang out with you? Well, he just probably violated probation, hey, you know so what? he's going to prison. Yeah, yep. I mean, there's a lot of women that like those guys in prison, That's so maybe, it, maybe it's uh, maybe it'll up his The Boston Marathon bombers, have a, they had a huge following because they're young and attractive, so there's, there's a lot of crazy people. And, and there's a lot of men in prison who like those men in prison. That's true. Oh, that's true. You're Maybe not a virgin no more. <laughs> that's right. We're going to take care of this virginity like problem right now. All I wanted was a girlfriend. All I wanted was to be loved, yet no one cares about me. I'm 27 years old, and I've never had a girlfriend before, and I'm still a virgin. Uh. Um... <laughs> This is why I'm planning on shooting up a public place soon and being the next mass shooter because I'm ready to die and all the girls that turn me down are going to make it uh, right by killing as many girls as I see. It couldn't be that you're completely weird. That's <laughs> why the girls didn't like you. Off your rocker completely, but uh, I don't know. Ooh, you know what? See, Joe from Louisville came up with a great idea. This is why I listen to, to, to my, uh, you know... Well, Joe, you're a stat, basically. So I listen to all stats. Joe uh, from Louisville <laughs> wants to start a GoFundMe page for this guy to get him a hooker. Oh, dear God. <laughs> I'm kind of surprised he never did. Joe, your altruism underwhelms me there. Yeah. Underwhelms. You're a little underwhelmed by this whole deal? Sure, that's what we're looking for. Yeah, no, what are you going to do? That'll take care of it. So physiologically, physiologically he's not a virgin, but I mean, it's just intimately he's not a He's a virgin. Oh, you're talking about cuffing the carrot? I think there's been the What? There's not much hair left on the mole. Let's put it that way. You know, I'm looking at the kid. He's a cute kid. I mean, he's not an ugly guy. Yeah. Oh, Catherine's getting... I don't know. Catherine's do being I, judgmental. He looks like a normal guy. He just looks like a normal a guy. little... Well, he looks a little crazy. But. Well, I mean, he, he did get a haircut judgmental. with the flow bee. That is true. Remember the flow <laughs> at least bee he doesn't. At least he doesn't have the troll <laughs> hair. He does not have troll hair yet, but remember the flow bee? You would attach it to your body. Oh, yeah. 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 Andy, yeah. you had one, didn't you? No. No. Oh, I thought you did. Damn it, I was hoping you did. Why would you I thought think? I'd catch you off guard. Mm. No, I was just being a smart ass. I was trying to catch you off guard. Um, i got to run this idea by you because I don't know this guy. Do you guys know Decium, D-E-C-I-E-M? It's a skincare company. No. Decium, D-E-C-I-E-M. No. Anybody ever There's heard of it? There's so no. many now. Oh, there are? Every starlet's got their own skincare line now. This guy, listen to this. And, and Doc, you're going to have to step up because, you know, you, you probably have a good... Uh, well, to become a physician, do you have to take some psychology classes or just yeah. how to deal with people? Yeah, I thought so. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you do a psych- so, yeah. psychiatric rotation. Whenever you're in medical school, thought, yeah. you do a psych-, psych rotation, and then depending on your... Uh, uh, internship or your residency program, I mean, there might be a psychiatric portion to that as well. So, Yeah, well, that's exactly it. So you could probably help us on this one as well. 
Uh, Brandon Truax, founder of the skincare company Desium, died on Sunday after months of bizarre online posts. The company did not disclose the cause of death, though police in Toronto said they had recovered the body of someone who had <clears throat> fallen off a building. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. That's, yeah, okay. It says, mm. fallen from the condo building. That's what it says here. Truex gave us his address in his final Instagram post on Saturday. The Wall Street Journal reports the 40-year-old whose company made the popular The Ordinary skincare line. You ever heard of that, The Ordinary? No, maybe it's all Canadian. Anyone? No. Yeah, it's no. true. It could be Canadian. Uh, was ousted as CEO in October because of increasingly strange online behavior. Oh, I can see this coming now. I can mm-hmm. see it coming now. Oh, we had to oust him because he's a horrible human being. Oh, he's dead? Oh, he was the greatest guy ever. Oh, yeah. I can see it coming. Here it comes. You what? Yeah, that's exactly right. Yeah, I I can see this. You're going that route, too. They're they're going to paint it good now. In a video posted in October of last year, Truax, who founded the company in Toronto in 2013, declared that he was shutting down all operations because almost everyone at Decium has been involved in major criminal activity, which includes financial crimes and much other. Mm. Estee Lauder, the company's largest shareholder, had him ousted with an injunction citing outrageous, disturbing, and or defamatory posts on social media. Uh, on Monday, Estee Lauder issued a statement that said, He's a true genius in saying his death was a profound loss. Yeah. <laughs> well, what are you supposed oh, God, to say? You saw that coming. You call that. Wow. <laughs> you saw that coming, man. Uh, uh, yeah, he, uh, Desium closed all its stores Monday to honor the founder who, quote, touched our hearts, inspired our minds, and made us believe that anything is possible. Boy, you sure did change your opinion of him as soon as he hit the tar. <laughs> oh, <laughs> ouch. And why didn't they reach out and, you know, he had, oh, he's doing all this odd post. Why didn't they reach out to him and say, hey, let's get you some help? Right. Why don't you get the guy some help instead of just firing him? Yeah. That's right. Why don't we get you some We want you to continue with the company. But let's, we are going to need some help here. We've got to get some help. So you guys, Cassie, you've never heard of Desium or, or Brandon Truax either? No, I haven't. There's stores. a picture of him. interesting. Yeah. Uh, there's a picture of Brandon, and he looks kind of like he's about to turn into a wolf. Doesn't he? <laughs> Look at that, Kathy. Yeah, he's in transition. To... I don't think that's flat, a flattering photo. Uh, probably not. How do you spell decium? D-E-C-I-U-M. E-M. Oh, I said, excuse me, D-E-C-I-E-M. Excuse me. Man. Okay, I'm going to look at their <clears throat> price point. Decium. Deceive them. Maybe it's pronounced deceive them. Deceive. That's what he meant by stealing all the money. The abnormal... Beauty Company. That's their logo. The Abbey Normal? What is it? Abnormal <laughs> Beauty Company. Abnormal. The Abnormal is what? The Abnormal Beauty Company. Abnormal Beauty Boutique Company. Boutique and exciting umbrella of beauty brands. Hand what does all that mean? And, well, in hippies. here's his last uh, Instagram post made two Uh-oh. days ago. So let's see what he has Uh-oh. to say. Uh, oh! He's falling to his death. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, wait a minute. Can we turn it up a little? I'm in my no, penthouse. actually. Uh, you may have seen it. Damn it. Most likely haven't. It's 3203-33 Mill Street. Um, when I got in the elevator, the, the elevators rang and the fire department and basically beep, beep, beep um, after I called first to make sure that it's working because everyone, a lot of installations have occurred at the distillery district. Uh, mm. For example, there's this Disorganized thinking. Like um, and then, yeah, it's all over. What do you think it is, Andy? Do you think he, he just snapped? 
flight of ideas. He's well, psychotic. He, yeah, he sounds like he might be on drugs or he might have just, uh, he psych- might have some sort of psychiatric break. Talking kind of fast, you he, know, and he just, he just, he went from one, he went from manic to depressed and yep. off the ledge. What exactly. a sad, I wonder sad if he thing. was testing the products on his skin. <laughs> yeah, on his <laughs> way down. Yeah. yeah, he totally was <laughs> manic there. And, and what did he, what did he say yeah. at every floor? So far, so good. <laughs> so far, so good. No damage yet. I didn't mean it. Um, so let me ask you a question, because, you know, and this is for all of you. Mm-hmm. I was just picturing, this guy didn't say what floor he was on when he jumped, but he, you know, or he fell, excuse me, off the building. Mm-hmm. Doesn't say how many stories it was. I suppose we could, Andy, maybe you could look that up while we're talking, but... Um, what do you tell yourself? You have to pull yourself over that railing of that balcony, and you know once you're over that railing, it's over. How uh, do you get there? Well, if you don't want to live, you don't want to live. And Desperate. If it's, and if it's not oh. over, it is a mess. It is you are you oh. are in a world of hurt for a long time. Twenty six. Yeah, that's true. Twenty six floors he fell. Suicide mm. horror. It only takes oh, twenty six so, floors. It only God. takes eight feet, but. If you land on your head, yeah. yeah. Ugh, man, that's that's. And, and Here's it, a better photo. And really, it's, it's the same thing. It comes up over and over and over again. Why didn't someone say, "Hey, let's get you some help. Let's look after you." You know, why? Why doesn't yeah. one one human look to another human and say, "Let's help you. Let's get you some help." There's, there, let's maybe you're on the wrong medicine. Maybe you should be on some medicine. Maybe some lithium will help you out here. Something to take the edge off this, so you're not, so you can help here and you can help grow the company more. It, it, it just doesn't make any sense. He mm-hmm. got to this point. He had a psychotic break. Could have been avoided. He did. Jump 26 floors to his death. Um, that can't feel good. I'm just it saying. It can't feel like anything. I don't think. That do you think speed? It, do you die on the way down? You think from 26 floors no, you I mean, just have a heart attack and die? No, I don't think so. No, no? the amount splat. of time between Ooh. him hitting the ground and him dying was probably less than the amount of time it takes for a nerve impulse to reach your brain. Oh no, no. What, how long it takes? 26 about two and a half seconds, three seconds. 26 uh, floors. You'd though? feel it for you three seconds. You don't yeah. think he would no, just you don't, you don't instant feel death? Oh, it's probably instant death yeah. if you land on your head. But if you don't land on your head, <clears throat> well, I suppose it depends on how he but landed. You're, but, uh, but the shock, you, you're immediately knocked out. Certainly, that's because so many you, people. You did. just told me. Yeah. So, so you I, just told me something. I'm in big trouble because I would, if I did it, I'd jump feet first. So I'd really be screwed. <laughs> yeah. You want to? You do want to do the swan dive? You hey, you do want to, but <laughs> you want to do the swan because so dive. Many people, That's nice. So many people who have horrific injuries with auto accident, yeah. you know, whatever kind right. of accident, where they they frequently they'll say, they, "What do you remember?" I said, uh, "I was driving along. Next thing I remember, I'm waking up here and I can't move my legs, and they're up and casts. You know, that's that's kind of you just don't remember. It's just your mind blanks it all out. I talked to a guy many many years ago. A friend of mine was uh, was in uh, spin dry. He was going to AA meetings. He was getting clean and all the rest of it. And so I would go as a concerned person and support him in his, in his groups, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. There was a guy in there for about a week that had the bottom of his face removed because he put a gun in his mouth and shot himself. Oh. He, he literally, once he, you were under his, tongue, his nose, there was like nothing to the base of his ear. There was no mm-hmm. lower jaw left at all. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. My God. God, did that! Uh, you felt so bad for the guy. It's like, oh, you're, well, this is your, obviously you're not going to recover from this in any way, shape, or form. 
But yeah, he tried to kill himself. And I guess this guy's been having trouble for bizarre behavior yes. for over a year. Oh, he has. Yeah. He has already. Mm-hmm. Now, I got to tell you one last thing about the guy with the no, the no, no lower jaw. He had a brother who tried to shoot himself by putting a gun in his mouth, and the bullet went around his skull and out the other side. That happens. (laughs) It does, really? Yeah. If you use a low enough caliber, or a high enough caliber bullet. because low. Low one will just bounce around in there, basically. But if it's high enough, then it can just come out the other side. No, but if, if it's a lower ballistic, if it gets underneath the skin, it'll just slip right underneath the skin. Well, yeah, if it's that low, but... I mean, that's what it did. Yeah, apparently went right around his head and out the back. Oh, like under the skin <laughs> and but under the skin, I guess. Yeah, I of, guess under the skin. Hmm. Yeah, that's weird. So cheery. But so anyway, uh, here's another interesting <laughs> yeah. story. Yeah, there's more. There's more. I've, I've heard of a lot of uh, suicides gone bad. And yeah. it, it, oh God, yes. You can you many times end up worse than being dead. Oh yeah. I mean, just oh. yeah. I think that's that's what I've heard too. That you end up being worse than dead's exactly the way they put it. It's just uh, I don't know, man. Just too bad. The guy's forty years old. Probably got more money than God. He just does it say in there at all, Catherine? What pushed him over the edge? They just said he's had very bizarre behavior, including videos saying that uh, everybody's been stealing from him for thirteen oh, years, yeah. and you know, we well, probably have. Actually. I mean, maybe they well, have. Yeah. <laughs> probably that's, have. That's come not to think a, of it. That's not a bizarre hey, thing in this day and age. It wasn't in radio. I'm sorry, that was on. No, that was on call for. Was on Nobody call ever for. steals money from one another in radio. Oh no, not at all. We'll be back with Sean Paul. Tom here for Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. Right now, Sabre and Bryant are teaming up to offer zero percent financing for 36 months when you buy a new Bryant furnace. This is the perfect time to replace your old furnace with a new trouble-free, energy-efficient furnace from Sabre. And when you buy Bryant equipment, you're getting one of the most trusted names in the industry. This 0% offer is available for a limited time. Call Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning to find out more. And please tell them that Tom sent you. Sabre and Bryant, whatever it takes. Tom Bernard here to tell you, Priority Courier Experts has immediate openings for drivers looking for more. Priority drivers are independent contractors who set their own hours, start from their own driveways, and deliver local on-call parcels and freight, which means you're home for dinner every night, and you get paid weekly. Right now, Priority's driver-friendly lease-to-own program has brand-new dock trucks, flatbeds, curtain sides, and tractor trailers just waiting to be driven home. And Priority is also offering a $4,000 sign-on bonus to qualified drivers. So if you've got the skills, we can get you qualified to start driving a brand new truck in as little as three days. Calling all drivers. Come get the $4,000 sign-on bonus you deserve for all the knowledge and experience you bring to the delivery business. Call our fleet reps right now at 651-748-4477 or visit them online at Priority.com. Priority Courier Experts. Every time you call us, we deliver. Is this illusionist music, Cassie? It's magic. There you go. Ladies and gentlemen, Sean Paul with us, the illusionist and ghost talker, February 2nd and February 9th, 8 p.m. at the Triune Masonic Temple in St. Paul. Uh, How you doing, Sean? I'm great, Tom. How are you? Everything is magnificent. You know, you're right in my wheelhouse with this stuff. I think we've talked about this before, but illusions, magic, ghost talking, all that. I, 
I am highly entertained by that stuff, and I will not. And don't uh-huh. tell me how they do it, Sean, but can you do that trick where you throw a, a deck of cards at a window and my card sticks to the other side of the window? Yeah, isn't that awesome? Yeah, that's a great effect. Oh, yeah, I've never, oh I've never really uh, worked it into anything, but I'm familiar with what you're talking about. You know, uh, we, we seem to go more towards the, the bizarre. You know, actually, we do two different shows. We do one called Up Close and Incredible, which is more the conventional stuff where a trick like that might mm-hmm. have a, a place in the show and then the other show we do is is more um you know bizarre and paranormal right up dave schrader's alley if you know what i'm saying he's a, he's a i don't want to talk about dave schrader's alley thank you very much what do you think cassie <laughs> <laughs> and we were hoping that you'd be in town so we could sit you down in the voodoo chair for an experiment uh when we're up there next week yeah i'm on but you're down in well, florida my daughter's birthday is or February somewhere. 2nd, and, and we're headed to, I'll be in Florida on February 9th, yeah, so. On, I no, would love to, well, you, how often bad. do you We'd do this? We'd love to have you. How often do you we do, do this show? We have, we've pretty much been doing it every winter for, <laughs> for the last eight or nine years, you know, because you just don't want to miss out on the weather in Minnesota in February, you know, so we make a special trip to get sure. out there at that time. <laughs> sure, absolutely. <laughs> Makes sense, Wonder right? That, yeah. Do you? Do you what do, do I know that you don't? I'm getting up there right when you're bailing on the place, right? I, so I, where do you live? You live in, we're like Tennessee or something? Where do you live? <laughs> I live in Branson, Missouri. Branson, Missouri. Yes, I knew it was Missouri. Southwest Missouri. It was, yeah, there you go. And it was, it, you right. an old church. And so we're, we're just north of... Uh, Oh boy, yeah. We live, we have this this old stone building with the bell tower. It used right. to be used as a chapel. We've converted it into a Victorian salon in the Ozark Mountains, right down the street from America's most haunted hotel, the Crescent Hotel. So we're in this town called Eureka Springs. And I think we talked about this last year, where it's, it's like Stillwater, but it's bigger and it's in the mountains and it's very haunted. You know, it seems like every uh, every square block has its own ghost story, and so it's just a really really charming uh, town and. You know, everybody that comes down and visits us, they spend some time in Branson, and then when they come down to Eureka Springs, they're like, no contest in Eureka Springs. Is, but it's not, you know, it's more for the adults and the honeymooners and the, the people, you know, celebrating anniversaries and, and things like that. That's kind of our, our typical customer, shall we say. How far, how far is Branson from Nashville? Uh, well, you know, it's funny you should ask that because I made the drive in September to go pick a pick up a table of death for our Halloween show. A which table is, of uh, death. I already is, did that. A table of death. Oh, you did? Been there, done that? You have the T-shirt? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, sorry. Uh, that, it, no, it's, it's, a, it's a big rack of spikes that weighs 300 pounds, and it, it gets hoisted up oh. about 12 feet above me, and I got chained down to this table, and I have to uh, break away and escape before the, thing, the rope breaks and the rack falls down. And I picked it up in Tennessee, and uh, I, I don't know. I think it's probably seven or eight hours from from Nashville, shooting from the hip. Oh, so it's not that bad. That's not that bad. The reason I ask you that is because I, I might know somebody who might be headed that way uh, later on this year. And this morning, oh, yeah, never send them away. I, I'm telling you, honestly, God, no, I, I'd like to have you come into the auditorium. And, and I think it would be phenomenal watching that stuff. I just Which auditorium are you talking me. about? Uh, the Nash Auditorium, Nash Companies. 
Oh, really? Right there. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we'll talk more about it. it I mean, it'd be honestly got to be the coolest. I have always, I don't care, little kid. I was just, when I was five, I was stunned by the fact that the Chinese finger trap actually worked. I thought it was phenomenal. Are you talking about the finger trap? Yeah, the finger trap. Or the finger chopper? Really? No, the finger trap. <laughs> I was only five years old. I thought it was wonderful. I thought it was oh, magnificent. Sure. Yeah. But I, I just... Yeah, well, you, you know, guys... and, and I tell a lot of my magician, magician friends, we have to constantly up our game. They can't just try and uh, cram more girls into a box and mm-hmm. try and fool people into thinking that it's... You know, Elon Musk is making <laughs> rockets, you know, land in reverse, and and uh, Zuckerberg is working on uh, consensual telepathy by just touching your phone and sending your thoughts, you know, oh. to somebody without even saying anything. So oh. that that would put me out of a job. Fortunately, we're not there yet, you know. But what we're doing in um, in St. Paul at that Masonic Temple, it is really an amazing venue. I've I've been familiar with it my whole life, and yeah, yeah. Uh, you know when people walk in there, they start getting a little freaked out with the whole Da Vinci Code type of vibe, and uh, it's in great condition. It, it just it, it just looks beautiful with all the Greek columns, and um, yeah. So we've been doing this eight or nine years. I just think it's wonderful. Like I said, are there certain people, because as a child, I'll be very honest with you, when I was a little kid, maybe four or five years old, and I saw, whether it be on the Ed Sullivan show or the Johnny Carson show or whatever, I saw magic and I thought, my God, that, that's just wonderful uh, to watch. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, the, w- how the card appears on the other side of glass, I'll never understand. How you guys make things float in the air, I'll never understand. But I just, I just love magic. Always have. Yeah. Well, yeah, I got that when we we spoke last year, and uh, you said that you just mm-hmm. like the escape. Yeah, you know? that's you like exactly. The, the, the suspension of disbelief and just go somewhere else and forget about mm-hmm. whatever you were thinking about that day. And in fact, I'm even working on something right now today, and um, maybe your viewers can try this later on. It's not quite ready yet, but I'm going to post it at uh, Impact Magic. Dot com and basically I'm going to be interactive with a video and I'm going to tell them to think of a card, any card at all, at all. And then I'm going to have a pack of cards and I'm just going to peel off six cards at a time and say, do you see the value of your card? Just click yes or no. And this all happens through uh, uh, Facebook Messenger and they're able to interact. And after I interact with them with the video, I'm able to tell them what their card is. And um, I'm really excited about it. I've got, I just told my friends about it in Vegas, and they're, uh, they're thinking about all the possibilities of what we can do with this. That is just a great idea. I, that movie, what is it, Now You, now you See Me, I think it was called, when they projected yeah, that was a, a card one. on a – that was great because the card on the that was of the building. building was the card I was thinking. It was phenomenal. Yeah, it was great. Right. Well, okay. And so now if you, if you want to get uh, – if you want to – get inside inner circle type of stuff. You know, when you're doing that for the masses or when David Copperfield's having you touch the screen, they're kind of, they're using a formula to kind of get you to all go down the same corridor so that everybody ends up thinking of the the seven of hearts. But what's different about what I'm telling them is I'm not, I'm not uh, giving them a card to select where I can somehow influence what they're going to select. I'm asking them to think of just any card. And then after I interact with them with six different video clips, I'm telling them what their card is. And uh, like I said, I've got buddies in Vegas that are, that are just helping me brainstorm as far as how we can, we can make use of this. But like I said, I should have it up later today at impactmagic.com if people want to check it out and take it for a spin. 
ImpactMagic.com it is? Yes, ImpactMagic.com. That's pretty simple, honestly, right? God, yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's very, very simple. But this is exactly uh, – d- does it excite you? How many years have you been doing magic now? I've been doing it uh, over 35 years. I hate the fact that I can say that. But yeah, I've been doing it for over 35 years. But the great part of it is you so, obviously love it. And does it keep getting better and better and better as time goes by? Bigger and better tricks? Not tricks. Illusions. Well, yeah. Yeah, I would say that Table of Death is the – well, oh, my God. We do yeah. the Table of Death, and at Halloween we also um, – you know, my wife does this presentation where, you know, she's the ghost talker, and, she, and I just walk around the audience, and people hand me objects. And mm-hmm. when they put that object in my hand, she'll say, oh, the bookkeeper – from Philadelphia that enjoys golfing. Oh, and they just ha- she handed you a pocket knife, Swiss. It's red, and uh, it just blows people's mind. And sometimes I would imagine it blow my mind. It's it's really wonderful. She's like one of the best people in the country that does this act. But on Halloween, we take it a step further. And when she gets done with this whole uh, act of supernatural abilities, an executioner comes out and basically, you know sentences her to death and then the curtains open and there's the old western gallows and they march her up there and put a noose around her neck and uh it that that's the kind of stuff that really really gets me because we've got this great storyline and we've got this huge huge trick the gallows are like you know 15 feet high and she's up there and when you know when they put that noose around her neck you know they're so they're so connected to her after seeing her do these supernatural things that you could hear a pin drop when they're tightening it up around her neck. And I don't want to say what happens after that because I want to no, give people no. an opportunity to maybe come see the show. But, it, uh, yeah, I mean, it does seem to get better. And, and sometimes these things just fall into our laps and things just come together, and that's when things really get exciting. Like me working on this, this interactive thing online, uh, when I, would, I, I just – somebody said, do you think you could do that? And I tried, and after three days of being in the lab, I figured out a way to do it. And uh, – yeah, I've got I've got several colleagues that are just really buzzing about what we're working on now. So it's going to be a fun so, way to just get get people's attention online and get them to the show mm-hmm. as well, you know. So a week from Saturday and then two weeks from Saturday, people show up at the Triune Masonic Temple in St. Paul. What what can they expect? Well, you know, we're doing both shows. So on the Friday nights, we're doing our contemporary mm-hmm. show, which is a lot more interactive. It's, it's geared for a smaller crowd. That's when I'm doing more of the sleight of hand and some okay. mentalism um, and, and some of those classic things. The people that really love magic, they, they love that one. And then on Saturday, that's when we do our more artistic Victorian era, Houdini-style era show. It's meant for a bigger crowd. Um, you know, in the past at the temple, I've walked through a brick wall or we uh, cut Julie, my wife in half on a civil war era uh, amputation table. And, uh, and I get people out of the audience and draft them one to be the uh, Yankee and one to be the union soldier. And they're, they're holding her down on the table with leather restraints while I go get the, uh, the amputation instruments. And it's it's poetic because she's playing the part of our country that was divided by the war. You know what I mean? Sure, absolutely. Yeah. So I, I, I like to infuse these historical references into what we're doing in our show. So, so Friday night, uh, they can see the, the more conventional, contemporary, 
comedy-driven per, uh, performance, Up Close and Incredible. And then on Saturday nights, we do The Illusionist and the Ghost Talker, which is more paranormal. And both of them are taking place in the Haunted Masonic Temple, which really has some great historically uh, haunted activity, uh, some really amazing stuff. And they can get their tickets at IntrigueTheater.com. It's, it's interesting. Uh-huh. It's just as, as, as an aside, you mentioned Harry Houdini. And, uh, Tom, you like mm-hmm. the uh, escape kind of uh, uh, illusions yep. Yep. that, uh, Love that everybody does. Love it. Or you know, the magicians do. Uh, it's, uh, Harry mm-hmm. Houdini was uh, a member of the Masonic Lodge. He was a Mason. He was, yeah. Yeah. He so certainly you're... was. So is, so is Howard Thurston. And I do mention that when I'm doing those, those gigs. In fact, in 2016, we redid a series of these Masonic temples throughout Missouri, um, in Arkansas, and Oklahoma. And some of these, these old uh, Masonic temples are like the size of the state, uh, the capital in, yeah. in St. Paul, because it, it once was the capital of Oklahoma in Guthrie before they moved it to Oklahoma City. And that thing is absolutely palatial. It is like, it's like a gigantic, uh, they have more than one, and these, their, their auditoriums are the size of like uh, the Orpheum Theater. And they've got like a hundred painted drops for uh, backdrops and whatnot for the Scottish Rite. It's just absolutely breathtaking, and I think a lot of people don't even realize that these buildings are there. And so it's really kind of cool when we, when we produce an event in there that people come into this building in this town that they don't even know is there. In, in Kansas City, we did the Scottish Rite Temple there. You walk up this temple, and there's these gigantic statues of Sphinx statues, like in Egypt, on either side mm-hmm. of the staircase, and you walk into the auditorium, 1,100 seats, and it's just breathtaking. It really does look like some kind of Illuminati, you know, auditorium with all the symbols and everything. And uh, it's kind of, you know, it, their numbers are dropping, and it's really uh, devastating. I mean, back in the early 1900s, it was men needed that, that fraternity, that place to belong to, where they yeah, could get out of yeah. the house and, 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 and a place of belonging. Now we all have man caves and our 70-inch uh, televisions and our, you know, Netflix, and we don't, it's not as, it's not as uh, utilitarian as it was back then, and I think that's a reason why a lot of these places are, are disappearing, which is tragic. Uh, but when we're able to go around, it's a lot of work to tour and get in and out of these places. But, oh, yeah. Sure. But when we do, it's, it's really cool to see, you know, people enjoy the show, but they're also saying, God, what an amazing venue. And, and that's really cool, too. Well, here's what I want to do. I want to stay in touch with you because eventually I would like to bring listeners either to Branson or we could meet up in Nashville or something. I would love to tie a morning show in with what you do. I think people would love to see that. Con- I, seriously. I would love well, to get that done. As long as, okay, so here's what we can do. We've done this several times, and it's, it's so much fun. It's when Julie comes into the studio, and you guys can look in her ears for any kind of hearing aids or listening devices. <laughs> you can completely monitor her at all times. And then I can go to the business of your choice. If they sponsor your show, it's always nice to do it for them. Maybe some sure. kind of restaurants or wherever you know that people are going to be there, and we can do this through Facebook Live, or they can just have a radio where they can hear you, and they can hear Julie in the studio with you. And then I walk around and ask people, or I, I, I just talk to you guys on the phone, and I'm saying, I'm walking over to this person right now, and Julie will say, yes, he's handing you his cell phone. And the person next to her has a wallet, and then I open, open up the wallet and tell them to take whatever they want out, and Julie says, that's his American Express card. <laughs> 
God. See, now this is exactly, this I would love to do radio. that with our and audience. Well, I would love to do that with you guys. I was inspired after reading about P.T. Barnum. Did you see The, the, the Greatest Showman? Yeah. Yep. The movie? Okay, so he was yep. the master of the publicity stunt, even more yep. so than, than Harry Houdini, you know? And when I read his book, I was inspired to come up with that, and so we did it. Uh, for the first time with, on KYMN down in Northfield back in, like, 1999. Oh, yeah. And yeah. Uh, we did it on, on a, live, a live broadcast. And so we've done it on several uh, news stations. And now what we can do is with Facebook Live, somebody can even be there, you know, televising it, so to speak, in real time. So your viewers can watch it and, and listen to it on the radio as well. So if you want to do that, we, we'd love I to do. do that with you. I'll, I'll reach out yeah. to you. We'll get it set up. The Illusionist and Ghost Talk are February 2nd and 9th at 8 p.m. The Triune Masonic Temple in St. Paul. Sean, thank Sean Paul with us, ladies and gentlemen. Sean, thank you so much. Always great talking to you, but I do want to set something up for, like, this fall or something. Oh, that would be so much fun. We usually come back up in September. Can I just say my website one more time? Absolutely. All right, so for our tickets in, in St. Paul, it's IntrigueTheater.com. And if you want to participate and have me read your mind, like one-on-one uh, through Facebook, go to in, uh, impactmagic.com. And that will be up later Impactmagic.com. Thank you very much, sir. We'll yeah. talk soon, I promise. My, my pleasure, Tom. Sounds great. Thanks so much. Thank you. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Tom Bernard Show.